Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is DJ Moore. You're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined by the Trash Man, who is in Chicago right now, or in the greater Chicago land area. Are you in Chicago, or are you out in where they have the practices? Lake Forest for the Bears? They're in Lake Forest, but I'm in I'm in uh, Lincoln Park right now. <laughs> You're one step closer to the edge. <laughs> No, a friend actually a friend asked me where I was, what neighborhood I was in, and I sent her a picture of <laughs> Chester Bennington. Yeah. R I P, brother. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about Bears practice. Of course, this is part of the rosterwatch.com training camp tour. We have Cody leaving this weekend. Um, I know he's going to be um doing the show remotely from a studio in Jacksonville. So I guess he's starting out in Jacksonville. Um trash man's in chicago right now you'll be there through saturday going back to the practice then on saturday but and then of course byron's heading to the west coast so we're gonna have a bunch of these little kind of mini pods just going through this stuff as these guys get done at practices trash man was there today from what i'm reading trash man it looks like you came and you, you were the grinch that stole training camp from the offense of the bears because all the beat riders are saying it's the worst day that they've had yeah it's it was the first day that I saw, but from what I've heard, the offense had been, you know, clicking pretty well for the last three practices at least. And then the defense, well, to actually field said after in the press conference today that the defense won the day and it was pretty obvious based on what happened out there on the field. I mean, they were up and down. They had some decent plays, but there were maybe two, maybe three, deflected passes that became interceptions so whenever they say that he threw all those picks those because i did i did see the one that i think was tremaine edmonds god he's uh a he's a he's a big guy he's a he's like a pterodactyl out there man you i mean it's it's, i'll bet you that a lot of linebackers in the nfl wouldn't have been able to get that that tipped well that's exactly that's exactly what he was saying that he was that's what field is saying he's one of the few linebackers in the entire nfl who could have actually made that play? So okay, so let's just go let's let's go through the players because you were there last year. From what you saw of Justin Fields, you were actually a little bit higher on him coming out of this camp last year than most people were. He's currently right now the quarterback six in the Fantasy Pros consensus uh, ADP um, right now across ESPN, Yahoo, Sleeper, and RT Sports. He's going at about pick forty five, so into the fourth round, beginning of the fifth round, he'll sometimes slip to um, 
does he does he look like an earliest round quarterback to you this year? I mean, I know it was just one day of practice, and you're going to be able to get another one. But how is his how is his command? How is his level of confidence? What is he? Uh, how, how's he operating out there? Is it any different from what you saw last season? He's operating really well out there, but he might be, be the only person on the offense who's got you know that kind of pep in their step. Um, the offensive coordinator Luke Getzey was talking about how the you know the offense was walking back to the huddle a lot. Um, with the defense, is, 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 is it hot there or something? Like, what was it? Just a bad? Were they just down? Was the energy they, down? I think the defense just had their number today. It was hot. You know, it was probably mid eighties, but I mean, nothing compared oh. to down in, in Texas. But there was, I mean, but it was, the sun was intense. I mean, it was. I was hot out there on the sidelines, and I've I've been in Texas this entire summer it was it felt comparable but it was hot and i think they just started out kind of up and down and just never really gained their footing and so that you know they don't really have anybody outside of dj moore who's i mean at least i mean it's a very young team and and it's not a team that's full of guys that have won been on winning teams so i don't know that they really have that they don't really have that swagger. They don't really have that guy on the team who can like galvanize them because they've never really had a winner um, on, on that offense out of any of those players. So, you know, Fields, you know, he's doing his best to carry that offense. But Fields is D- kind of a quiet guy. He's, he, he's a little he's bit a quiet awesome. guy. DJ Moore is a quiet guy. Chase Claypool was actually the one player on the offense who was getting pumped up. So, but did, did he look good? I mean, so how Chase did Claypool, him- Chase Claypool looked good. Chase Claypool got the most targets on the day. He's the receiver that field is most. Was he outside with. or was he in the slot or what? He played, he played a lot of his catches were over the middle. He played both, but most of his catches were over the middle uh, in traffic. You know, the offensive coordinator, Luke Getty said that, Claypool was the receiver field is most comfortable with right now. And you can see it on more the field. So than DJ, DJ Moore, DJ and more so than DJ Moore, even though D, nobody could cover DJ Moore, DJ Moore looked like the best player on the field. I mean, he's, he just plays the different speed. He plays with a different power than any of those other guys, but Claypool, I mean, but fields just isn't quite as comfortable yet. They haven't had as much time on the field together. It, the, the fact that you saw the offense begin, you know, have a down day, after all the talk that we've heard that they've been firing on all cylinders, that this connection between Justin Fields and DJ Moore is a budding connection that's going to elevate him to new heights. I mean, th- those were the narratives, right? If you were an alien that didn't know anything about the training camp reports and stuff before, would you would you have come out of that saying that this is a budding chemistry between Dustin, Justin Fields and DJ Moore that's really going to help him to elevate? I mean, I wouldn't be so bullish on it, but they did have some good connection. They did have some. It was just fewer and farther between than this, uh, that. This than that would chase Claypool. And that was like, I mean, that's the only way that people are going to be building the bull case for DJ Moore whenever you throw in the volume concerns. Well, there is going to be lots of volume. First play, first group on the field, two receiver sets, two tight end set. So it was Claypool with Moore on either side, and then Robert Tonyan. And Cole Komet. That was the first group he saw on the field. And so I who, think there's going to. Who was the first running back out there? Was it Herbert or Foreman? It was Herbert, pretty much all day. It was Herbert played almost exclusively with the first team. So Deontay's not. So how did? Well, how did? How did? Okay, before we get to the running backs, let's just go over the wide receivers. So 
DJ Moore, we know, is going right now. Uh, wide receiver 22, about 55 overall. Does that seem like it makes sense to you comparing him to players like, I mean, Christian Watson's going after him, Jerry Judy, players like that. Does that make sense to you? Maybe not Jerry Judy now with what's happened with the Denver receiving core. Oh, because of Tim Patrick. Patrick, How Marvin Mims is still out, right? Yeah, I feel like we have to give Judy a boost there. I mean, the thing is, DJ Moore looked amazing on his, you know, on against the DBs out there. Nobody could cover him at all. He he just wasn't getting quite as many looks as Chase Claypool was. Claypool looked like the number one today. If I was an alien and I landed and I and I you just, just said Claypool, 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 well, yeah, that guy Claypool got the most targets. Claypool He's, looked like the number one. Okay, um, do you do you? I mean, do you think because Claypool was probably priced in an area? Where you could, I mean, he's going after what is he going at 242 overall, wide receiver 87. Um, he's going around the same time as Robert Woods and Miko Hardman. Well, See, could, could, I mean, could, you get great value on Claypool. Okay. What about Darnell Mooney? Was he, was he in, featured at all? Does it seem like it sure he, feels he was like in, he was in three wide sets? He was in three wide sets. Didn't see he didn't get a lot of action. Didn't get a lot of targets. But, but he whenever was, they go to, but certainly when they go to twelve, it's but when they go to twelve with Tanyan and with Komet, it's Claypool and it's DJ Moore. Darnell Mooney's not out there, right? Whenever Darnell Mooney comes in in three wide sets, is 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 he mainly in the slot or or do they play him outside at Z? Is 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 like a stretch flanker? They they I mean he played him both. I mean so Claypool Claypool played some slot. Okay. And then Mooney played some slot. Okay. And the tight ends, I mean, any interest there? They just they just paid Cole Komet $54 million. I mean, does it matter to you? He did look for Komet in the end zone, and that's something I think we can continue to see this season. You want to win your fantasy draft? No, I mean, like really. Do you really, really, really want to win your fantasy draft? Because you can win your fantasy draft with the RosterWatch Ultimate Draft Cheat Sheet, available at RosterWatch.com. It's the revolutionary cheat sheet to change fantasy football forever, and it's the only tool you'll need this draft season. You've heard RosterWatch live on SiriusXM Radio here on the podcasts from all the NFL training camps. Now all you have to do is follow the three simple rules at the top of the sheet of paper using the RosterWatch Cheat Sheet. That's it. Three rules. An extra quality draft is guaranteed if you follow the three simple rules. Guys, it couldn't be easier. The Roster Watch Ultimate Draft Cheat Sheet. You can't afford to draft without it. It's available now and only at rosterwatch.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the running backs, it was Khalil Herbert exclusively with the ones, no Deontay Foreman. Roshan Johnson was out there, but he was not participating, and you couldn't get any word from any media or from the media relations about the extent of the injury. Is that was that what yeah, happened? Yeah, there was no there's been no announcement about an injury from the team officially. Did you see him walk out of the locker room into out of the locker room and onto the football field? Yes. Was he limping? No. 
If I was just looking at him, I would not have thought there was an injury. Was he standing around with the rest of the running backs and watching yes. them do drills? Was he like yes. throwing a football or anything? He wasn't throwing a football, but he was with the running back during their with the running backs during their drills. Was there stretching. anything? Okay, was there anything? Oh, he so he was doing stretch. Was yeah. he doing any stretching that would that would um, was he doing any stretching that would make you think that it probably is not a shoulder? Uh, it might, it might be a shoulder. I don't think it was leg related. Okay. Oh, all right. But there wasn't any hints that, because I think if it's not leg related, the things you worry about, what you worry about, like shoulder, um, hand, you know, he had, he, he, he did have the broken hand at the senior bowl. Um, it could be something, it could be something simple like that. I think yeah, if he, it he didn't, in, he didn't, he didn't handle the ball at all. So maybe it was something hand or shoulder related I'll, I'll be able to find out more on the this next day of practice okay so just make sure like are you getting the chance to address these coaches these players like next time you get the chance just ask like what's up with roshan if he's not out there just make sure and ask all right let's get yeah, that figured we, out we get any access to Aberflus didn't talk today okay well the fact of the matter is is he he was looking like the best pass protection running back that they had if you looked at all the drills that that, that they were doing but that's interesting I'll tell you what Khalil Herbert looks thick I talked to I did talk to some people on on the some of the beat writers and they said that he's put on muscle the team has said he'd put on muscle this offseason he looks like he, he looks as big as Deontay Foreman I and Deontay's mean, big Deontay's Khalil a big looks, guy Khalil looks thick so with Herbert, the, the, with Herbert, the main issue with him is that was told to us by by Eberflus at the combine was that he needs to get better without the ball in his hands. I took that to mean pass protection stuff. I took that to mean um, catching the ball. Did you see Herbert catch any footballs today? I saw him catch a couple. I saw him cool. catch a I couple, mean, and he, of, he didn't he he didn't he didn't drop any. So you so you saw him catch at least two balls. Yeah, in, a, in sort of like a team setting in a in a in a team setting or just in position drills. They uh that. That was most. It was the position drills that I saw him catch the ball. Okay, so like, but during the plays that they had, the Getsy had drawn up, you didn't see them draw up a play in team versus that defense where no. he was catching the football. No. Okay. Um, going right now is RB thirty eight. So he's going around. I will say. Time. I will say just real quick. I will say, and Fields touched on this during the press conference that the plays that they ran today, they were script like the the practice was scripted. Well, that spe- specific plays that they were going to run kind of no matter what the defense is doing. And so great idea. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it worked. <laughs> Everyone's got a plan that you get punched in the mouth like Jermaine Edmonds. Right. Um, there's, they just wanted, you know, to kind of get these players in different, per- you know, personnel, different packages, different looks. And so maybe some of the way that the offense was run today was just kind of predicated on that and not what they'll actually do in the, in the game. Thank you, Johnny Dimes, in the chat, man, for for uh, being a pro member at Roster Watch, and congratulations on your championship last year using the cheat sheet, brother. We uh, we really really appreciate that. So thank you, Johnny you. Dimes. Um, all right, so Khalil Herbert, Byron is getting him on the standard cheat sheet. I think I think that's I I was kind of puking in my mouth a little bit about that whole thing. You're making me feel a little bit better about it, even though I hate to hear it for our guy Deontay Foreman that it feels like. I mean, maybe better. it's early in. It's early in practices. Maybe it's something somebody works into. But right now, Khalil Herbert is the number one running back. 
it feels like taking a guy like Khalil Herbert in standard leagues is probably better taking him at running back 38 than it would be taking Zach Charbonnet or somebody who's already hurt. Right. And he's going to be in a total guaranteed to be in a total, you know, committee. I'm sure guaranteed to be a one B at RB 37. Okay. Um, You also said Claypool. There's the Claypool stuff, maybe a little bit of a, Boost up to Boost. him is somebody in deeper leagues, maybe 14 team leagues you can take at the end of your drafts. He, he looks like a better value than DJ Moore. Not just a be, not a better asset, but maybe just for the price, you know, just based exactly. on the volume today. Darnell Mooney's been being relegated to a situational role. It seems like it. It seems like it. You didn't I, I don't I didn't see him catch, but maybe maybe two passes on the day. And okay. they did a lot. Of, they did a lot of eleven on eleven today. Practice ran maybe a half hour later than it should have. How comfortable are you with Justin Fields as your starting fantasy quarterback? That you have to spend draft capital in the same area where you're taking players like, let's just see. I mean, you you are the, the opportunity cost for Justin Fields to to take him in your draft is Damian Pierce, T.J. Hawkinson, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper. Calvin Ridley, Miles Sanders, Terry McLaurin. You're missing out on one of those players in that round to get Justin Fields. I'm okay with that. I mean, Fields, the throwing was up and down, but when he ran the ball, he was the, he was the fastest player on the field, it seemed like. I'm, I feel like, you know how I feel about running backs who throw touchdowns, and Fields is that. Fields has sky-high potential, better receiving core than he had last season. I, right. I, 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 would, I feel comfortable taking there with those guys. All right, just a couple other quick things. And this wasn't your task to watch this, but did you notice anything? I, I, they said that Tevin Jenkins got hurt today, the left guard. Did you, like, did, did you see anything happen with the offensive line? Did it look like it was any worse? For the, I, I guess they put in Alex Leatherwood for him. Was, was that anything concerning? Did the offensive line concern you? Did it look okay? Was there anything I, I was asking. I was asking some of the beat writers about the offensive line, and they think it. I mean, like they said, it looks better than it did last year. They feel like there was a draft pick that. Oh, um, it was. Um, it was uh, Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. They say that he's he's really shoring up that right side. He says that with you know a lot of these guys last year was their first year with this offense. They feel a lot more comfortable in the offense this year. They feel like, and it looked like Fields ha- had more time to throw the ball. Any so, any of these any of these guys who are um, any of these guys who are like the the kind of new like what about Tyler Scott the new wide did, did you notice anything about Tyler Scott the the rookie wide receiver was there anything you noticed from any of these other guys just that we need to keep our eyes on maybe even for preseason DFS um, anybody that could be getting involved early on in the preseason that looked like they had some talent yes there was. One I, Scott, he he did a little bit. But he wasn't the guy that looked good. That looked good. It was Seastrunk, I think, was the name. Uh, if I'm saying that correctly, let's see. Let me pull up the roster. I don't see. A, is is it Crookshank? Maybe Crookshank. 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 Crookshank was fast. He was working on special teams with Bayless Jones, but also on the one-on-one drills. Uh, he, he, he behind DJ Moore. He he was the next guy who like DBs couldn't touch. So much speed there. Any other pressing, hot off the press things you got to get out to roster watch nation about Bears camp that I didn't ask you about? 
No, I think we touched on everything. I mean, just like the two tight end sets, I think that's going to be prevalent in the in the Bears offense this season. So I think you're going to be able to get value, some maybe some value out of Tanya too. Yeah, nobody's taking Tanya. Nobody's even thinking yeah. about that. Um, all right, so nice, not nice work, Trash Man. Thank you for the report. And I guess can we finally say that your your longtime international love affair with Bayless Jones is now come to an end uh. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.